0: Supported in part by Grant from the Elizabeth. This impromptu on WFMT is the F. Cheney Foundation, the Chicago supported in part-based philanthropy dedicated to arts and culture, and by generous gifts from members of the WFMT Fine Arts Circle. Our guests this afternoon are the members of the Calador String Quartet, violinists Jeffrey Myers and Ryan Meechin, violist Jeremy Berry and cellist Estelle Choi. The ensemble will be collaborating tonight in Mendelssohn's Great Octet in E-flat major with the Emerson String Quartet in a 7.30 Harris Theater concert celebrating the Emerson's 40th anniversary. It's one in a series of programs presented at the Harris by the Chamber Music Society of Lincoln Center. And the Calidore will open this live impromptu with a complete performance of a Mendelssohn work from 1838, which has been described by musicologist Donald N. Ferguson as a model of design and of discrimination in color. It's the quartet in D major, opus 44, number one. The piece is in four movements marked Molto Allegro Vivace, Menuetto Un Poco Allegretto, Andante Espressivo, Ma con Moto, and Presto con Brio. Here is the Calador string quartet. Thank you You just heard a live performance of the Mendelssohn Quartet in D major, opus 44, number 1, by the Calador String Quartet. That ensemble are guests this afternoon here on this live impromptu. They are violinists Jeffrey Myers and Ryan Meehan, violist Jeremy Berry, and cellist Estelle Choi. And they will be performing tonight as uh, part of the Chamber Music Society of Lincoln Center concert at the Harris Theatre, which will be celebrating the Emerson's Drink Quartet's 40th year of performing before the public. The concert starts at 7.30 tonight. Tickets can be obtained either by calling 312-334-7777 or by visiting harristheaterchicago.org. They'll be performing with the Emerson's, the Mendelssohn Octet, so, uh, We're getting treated to a lot of Mendelssohn and uh, can't complain. Welcome to all of you. It's a great pleasure to have you. And, uh, you know, sometimes critics say strange things, but I caught one that actually was in some of the publicity material that came out relating to you guys. And this one seems to be right on the money. I guess it was from uh, a newspaper in Montreal that said, uh, to this critic anyway, that you folks represented a miracle of unified thought and boy i think that's exactly what's going on here which is not something that's so easy to achieve why don't you tell me exactly well you can't tell me exactly but wow how do you how do you folks prepare for say a quartet like this and make it work in such a unified gorgeous way
1: well um it takes spending a lot of time together, <laughs> um, playing and not playing, actually. We find that we actually synchronize our thoughts and actions very frequently outside of the practice room as well. I think it's just a byproduct of spending a lot of time together. But I guess on a very detailed level and what we do in rehearsal, um, it's, it's a culmination of years of figuring out how each of us play, uh, anticipating certain body motions um, that indicate where we're going to place a certain note, and all of that, um, we work on it and we try and figure it out. And then after a while, it kind of synthesizes into our system and it becomes second nature. Um, but there are still moments that and every new piece has its challenges and um, we continue to grow through each piece and learning more about each other all the time.
0: Did you uh, perhaps learn some of this process that you must go through from your mentors, the Emersons, along the way?
1: We certainly have learned many, many things from the Emerson Quartet, and that's part of the reason that tonight for us is a very special occasion for them to be sharing this 40th anniversary concert with us. Uh, They've been great mentors to us and friends for the last couple years, and it's just amazing how much we've learned from them, and it's a little surreal for us to be sharing the stage with them. It's a lot of fun.
0: Let's talk about the octet a little bit since that's what you'll be playing with them. Now, you know, the model for that, well, really not the model for it. There was a piece by Ludwig Spohr around that time which was sort of an octet, but really it's more like two quartets playing against each other. This piece, on the other hand, at least to me, is an integrated ensemble piece. And uh, in a way that's trickier, I would think, to really put together well Uh, especially when you're not with that other ensemble that's going to be the other half of it for a lot of the time. But again, these folks are close to you, and I suppose that helps a lot. But uh, maybe some insight into the the process of putting this piece together.
2: Well, first off, the Emersons are really amazing, kind, generous people, and just working with them right from the get-go was... Um, a real blessing. Uh, you really know the pros when they make you feel completely welcome. Um, our first rehearsal was just um, so uh, so easygoing and so comfortable. Um, we've actually performed the octet with them, I guess about a year ago at Princeton. Oh, okay. um, and uh, what helped, of course, was to you know get all the Boeing's that they that they like to use, um, and they also allowed us to. Sort of give our say in what uh, what we felt like were um, interesting ideas Um, and uh, just having worked with them as our mentors uh, really made things easy Uh, i think we knew how to speak to each other when you work with another string quartet uh, a friend of mine told me that generally when you meet other string quartet members they are the nicest people that you can encounter um so knowing how to work with each other um made things sped up the process tremendously
0: now concentrating on well at least you know when I'm seeing you Mendelssohn to the extent that you are and I know that you folks have done a cycle I guess right you've recorded it um so this music is something you've lived with for a while do you have you feel a particular propensity for it
2: Absolutely. Um, One of the first pieces that we ever learned as a string quartet was Mendelssohn's Opus 13 um, and we immediately really felt a connection to um, his music Um, and having worked on the cycle allowed us to really pick apart his language and go behind what the marking is in the scores um, and realize that, you know, it's not just a very straightforward marking that's going to be the same every time. So once you work through six of his string quartets, first of all, you come to truly respect his genius. Um, The way he's able to create these works, none of them at all the same, um, despite having the same format. Um, They're just so full of life and so unique, each one. Um, And it has really been a treat for us to discover his language.
0: Now, you're going to play some Schumann for us next. Uh, Similar language, different language? Tell us a bit about that.
1: Well, this particular quartet is actually dedicated to Mendelssohn. This Mm -hmm. is Schumann's third string quartet. And uh, both Mendelssohn and Schumann had a major giant looming over them, and that being Ludwig van Beethoven Mm -hmm. and his 16-string quartets. And they were, along with Schubert, the first composers to tackle this genre that had been mastered and transformed by Beethoven over the course of his life. And so both Schumann and Mendelssohn are looking back to Beethoven and his invention um, in throughout the 16 quartets that he wrote in their attempt and their very successful attempt at writing a string quartet.
0: You want to say anything in particular about the two movements you've chosen to play from the third quartet?
1: Sure. This this second movement uh, actually the whole quartet is sometimes known as the clara quartet because in the first movement which you won't hear today it opens with a descending two-note motive that is his musical embodiment of his wife clara schumann and i think that the third movement really continues in this vein uber romantic Mm. full of the passion that he felt um, for his wife this is very early on in their marriage but they were in love throughout his life Um, and the second movement is a very unique set of theme and variations in which he really plays with the idea of the syncopation. It sounds like sometimes they start on the beat, but actually it's already starting as a syncopated rhythm. And the incredible invention he has in morphing this theme and this set of variations is pretty incredible.
0: So we'll hear two movements, the second and third movements, Asai agitato and Adagio Molto of the Schumann Quartet in A major, opus 41, number three the Calador String Quartet Two movements of Robert Schumann's Quartet in A Major, opus 41, number 3. The second movement, Asai Agitato, and the third movement, Adagio Molto, played by the Calador String Quartet. And you heard it on this live impromptu. And that concludes the impromptu with the Calador. The ensemble consists of violinists Jeffrey Myers and Ryan Meehan, Violist Jeremy Berry and cellist Estelle Choi, and we thank them for being with us today. You can see them tonight at the Harris Theater, as they play the Mendelssohn Octet with the Emerson String Quartet as part of a Chamber Music Society of Lincoln Center concert, celebrating the Emerson's 40th year of performing before the public. That concert starts at 7:30 tonight. Tickets can be obtained either by calling the box office of the Harris at 312-334-7777 or by visiting the website, which is Harris Theater harristheaterschicago, oneword.org. Impromptus are produced by Louise Frank. Our music producer today was Josh Sovajo. If you'd like to hear this impromptu again, it will soon be available on our website, wfmt.com. This impromptu on WFMT was supported in part by a grant from the Elizabeth F. Cheney Foundation, a Chicago-based philanthropy dedicated to arts and culture, and by generous gifts from members of the WFMT Fine Arts Circle. If you enjoyed this live performance, please become a sustaining member today. Ongoing monthly contributions are one of the most effective ways to support the station. It's quick and easy. Become a sustaining member now by pledging online at WFMT.com. I'm Kerry Frumkin.